Hi guys, I hope you are doing well. Welcome back to Mummy Memoirs, the podcast. It's your girl Cheryl here, founder and host of Mummy Memoirs, the podcast that encourages and empowers mothers from all walks of life, giving you real, raw and authentic conversations about motherhood every week. In today's episode, I have another very special guest. He is a London-based life coach, personal trainer, fitness content creator and an amazing committed father to his son. It's important to me that I use my platform to also include men's voices and viewpoints when speaking on parenting and sharing different experiences. Today we touch on gender roles in parenting, co-parenting, differences in raising a son versus a daughter, dating and more. So if you're ready to listen to this real and unfiltered conversation, keep on listening. Mummy Memoirs is sponsored by Young Mums Support Network, a registered community interest company which provides bespoke parenting support for young mothers. During the COVID-19 pandemic, YMSN will be supporting all mums digitally via their online platforms. Follow them on Instagram at Young Mums Support Network and Facebook. Also, subscribe to their YouTube channel. For more information, alternatively, you can email support at ymsn.co.uk or check their website www.ymsn.co.uk. So for this episode, I've got a special guest here who's going to give us an insight into fatherhood. A big welcome to Jay. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me for this episode. No worries. So before we get into this conversation, I thought we'd start with a little icebreaker. Yeah. So I've put together 10 questions to do with basic parenting. Yeah. It's just basic parenting. It's all multiple choice. Okay. So I'm going to ask you each question and then multiple at the choice, end, you know? multiple choice, <laughs> you have three or four options depending on the question right. and we'll see how many you get correct out of 10. Yeah? What? You this ready? Is that I can get wrong? I mean... About parenting? Yeah, because <laughs> these are all based on research. Okay. There's one question where I think it's kind of depending on the situation, but when wow. we get to that question, we'll see what you say. I feel this, I'm a bad parent. No. <laughs> Basically... I don't know what the pass mark is. You say like 80%. <laughs> okay, Eight cool. out of 10. Let's see. So first question. You need to help your child maintain a healthy, balanced diet. Yeah. Which of these foods is high in calcium? Is it A, yogurt, B, peanuts, or C, fish? That's a tricky one. But they would say yogurt though, wouldn't they? So is that your answer? I'll go with yogurt. Yogurt's correct. Yeah. So you got the first one correct. <laughs> yogurt is the one that's high in calcium. Yeah. Right, number two, when do children start learning speech patterns? Is it A, between one to two years old, B, at three months, or C, in the womb? Wait, say the first bit again, when they start learning it. When do children start learning speech patterns? So is it A, between... This is like a trick question. It's not! Is it like from school, like learning it, actually doing it, or is it like when they start picking up Just things? picking up things. I would say in the womb then. In the womb, that's yeah. it, that's correct. It's not a trick question. Just checking. In the womb, when they start hearing voices, that's when they're picking up. Right, third question. Babies move around and wiggle so much because A, they're uncomfortable, B, their muscles twitch and flex without their control, or C, because they're exploring. Oh my days, that is tough, you know. Um, I would say they are trying to explore. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So, so far you got three correct. Ooh. Why did you have to think of it harder for that one? Because there's many things that you could be doing. It could be, you could have a muscle twitch, but then it's like the muscle isn't developed really like that to be getting twitchy. I guess, but if you just think about how babies move in general. Yeah, they're trying to move something. They are just trying yeah. to explore and figure out their I just surroundings. want to get them all right. <laughs> so far you have, so let's That's see. What I'm trying to do. <laughs> right, number four. Yeah. All children are ready to toilet train by... A, 12 months, B, 36 months, C, 24 months, or D, none of these. They're ready to toilet train. Yeah. So this is based on research. Mm, I feel like this is a, like, it could be the last one or it could be the 12-month thing. I'm trying to remember. This is a minute ago, man. Let's say... But remember, my question says all children, or like generally. Okay, so none of them then. None of them. Yeah. yeah. So that's correct. You helped me there, innit? So. I did. I gave you a little hint there. <laughs> yeah. Some kids, it depends on 
like each child develops at a different rate, isn't it? So yeah. for some kids, they can start earlier than others. Yeah. Right, so far, four correct. All correct so far. Just need four more, that's all I need. <laughs> right, number five. True or false, babies that walk and talk early are the brightest in their group. False. That was quick. So why'd you say false? Doesn't mean anything. Very true. Again, each child develops at their own rate. So I'd agree with you there. So so that's far, five. that's five. <laughs> Needs one to catch you out. Okay, number six. Yeah. If one parent is disciplining a child and another parent enters the room, the latter should step in on the argument. A, of course. B, it depends on the argument. C, depends no way. Argument. It will confuse the child. Depends on the argument. Hold on, wait, let me finish. Or uh, D, yes, because it will give the other parent an opportunity to have a quick break. No, depends on the argument. It depends on the argument. I would say that. Because why do you need to jump in for? If it's being handled... So then in what, what scenario if, would you need to jump in? Um, if it's getting real violent. It's getting violent? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, physical? It's, it's an argument you said, right? Yeah. A discipline you said, actually. Discipline. Yeah, they're disciplining. Yeah, so discipline child. could be verbal or it could be physical at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it depends on what the situation is. Then you could dictate. It dictates whether you need to jump in or not. That's I true. Believe, I believe. So, you know, the research, when I looked at this question, they actually said no way it will confuse the child. Mm. They said that's the answer. So the other parents shouldn't jump in. Mm. But personally, I agree with you. I think it does depend on the argument. In most cases, I would stay out of it. Yeah. But it depends on the situation. So I don't know whether I should give that to you. Well, as I agreed with you, maybe. Mm-hmm. I still got more chances. I you can, have. I can definitely get eight. Let's say okay. Let's say <laughs> I'll give that to you because I think a lot of people would agree with us. Yeah. Right. Number seven. Mm-hmm. When you're feeding your baby yeah. and they turn their head away, mm-hmm. it means a that they want something else. Yeah. B that they are full. C that they want to sleep. Or D that they want to play. After they finish feeding, yeah. Yeah. When you're feeding them and they turn their head away. So what do you say? Sleep and um, they're full. So they're full. They're full. They're full. That's yeah. It, yeah, that's it. That's correct. So far, everything correct. <laughs> it's not right. I need hard questions. Dude, it's not right. It's not right. Am I doing well though? For you are. You are actually to doing most well. People, am I doing alright? You're doing well. You're cool. doing well. Right. Number eight. <laughs> when should your baby stop using a dummy or a pacifier? So a three months, b six months, c one years old, or d three years old? Say so stop using it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop using it by three. After three months. Oh, is that three months? Or yeah, so it's, years? Oh yeah, I had three months and three years. Okay, so, so stop using it after you got you got zero to three months and you got one no, year. No, I've just got after three months old, yeah. after six months, after one year old. Baby using a or after three years old. Lighting when his mum's old. My son didn't have it like that. Um, let's just say three years. After three years. I probably it's probably earlier, but I'll say no later than three years. Yeah, so research actually said that after six months babies shouldn't be using pacifiers or dummies yeah. now me personally my daughter was using it till she was about one yeah but they say that they shouldn't be using it past that age okay. so you no got one of them having it then there's no point of them having it but they yeah. said that there is a, there is a point having it initially but by six months they shouldn't yeah. be dependent on it because that's when yeah. it creates long-term problems mm-hmm. so you got one one wrong so far so seven <laughs> correct all right two more number nine Two to three-year-old children that use a dummy or a pacifier are more likely to suffer from A, heartburn, B, nosebleeds, C, coughing, or D, ear infection. (laughs) And this is for two to three-year-olds that use a pacifier. Um, That is tricky. I'm I'm thinking between nosebleeds and... and, um, What's that one? Coughing. That's what I'm thinking. Between them two... So which one are you going to go I'll for? I'll just say coffin. Coffin? Yeah. Is that just a guess? Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> so two questions wrong. What was it? It's ear infection. Ear infection for... I didn't even know that myself when I looked at this, but apparently if they use it two to three years old, they're more likely to, they're not saying they're definitely going to, mm. but they're more likely to get an ear infection. So that's why they shouldn't really be having dummies past that age. Okay. Right, last question, <clears throat> you, which you need to get correct to <laughs> hit the 80%. To right, oh, verborizing is an infant sleep problem solving technique that involves what? So is it A, letting the child cry for a specific period of time before comforting them? B, rocking your child up and down till they fall asleep? C, driving with the child in the back seat till they fall asleep? Or D, ignoring the child. What's it called? Verbalizing. Okay. So 
Say the first two, please. So letting the child cry for a specific period of time before you comfort them. Yeah. Or be rocking them up and down until and they the fall asleep. the last one is? Ignoring them. Ignoring them. Is that your answer? I would say ignoring them. Any specific reason why you're going for that? Because they will learn to fall asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming. So they have to solve their problem by themselves. And by the t- sometimes they cry themselves to sleep anyway. Is that the technique yeah. you use then? It depends. I'm into that. Yeah. You're into that? I'm into that. If I Even need... like a little baby baby? To a degree. Yeah? Because you have to teach them from young anything at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, I have to say that's the wrong answer. Oh, what was it? The first one, isn't it? It was the first I one. It was the, I knew it was the first one, but I was like, let me try something else. <laughs> Like, that seemed too easy. No, that's what it is. So it's leaving them for a specific period before you that's go same, and comfort that's them. That's the same thing, though. No, because for a, a period and then... How long is this period? Ignoring means you just leave them. You just leave them the whole night to sleep. Yeah, but at, some, sleep. at some point you'll... Okay, okay, I get it. Okay, cool. You get cool, cool, it. Cool, cool. So you got 70%, nah, man, which is not that. bad. That's still a pass of my coursework, yeah? It, it is a pass. Come on. I'll, anyway, give it, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That was tricky, though, because they're kind of similar. You think? Yes, because you can ignore them. But like, you know, let me go check on this boy. But ignoring doesn't involve comforting them at any point. I, I don't really like that word comfort anyway. It's like, okay, you're trying to sleep. Let me come and check up on you. I'm not going to comfort What, you. and you're just going to look at them? No, I'll check up on you like everything good sort of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Depending mm-hmm. what's going on. If he's going hysterical, mm-hmm. that's different. Mm-hmm. Maybe just moaning. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, it's all varies. That's the way I see it. It's that one's pretty straightforward. Like, mm. Ignore them or give them, <laughs> give them a minute and then I'll comfort them. Fair enough. But I hear that I'm learning now. I mean, learning. this is one type of technique. Yeah. Some people do use the ignoring the child. I don't know if they have like a fancy word for it, but yeah. That was a fancy word. That caught me out. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, I needed one to catch you up, but you did well. You did well. Yeah. So now we've got the icebreaker out the way. Yes. Let's jump into the questions. Yes. So... I'm going to let you start just by sharing your story, like how you became a father. Okay. Just what's your general story? Like how old were you? Okay. okay. What led up um, to it? <laughs> yeah. How old was I? I think I was, how old was I? I think I was 20 when I met his mum. Okay. I think I was 20. Yeah. Um, was together for maybe, I don't even know, maybe six, seven months before she turned pregnant. Okay. So then, um, <laughs> I was expecting a youth while I was about 21. Yeah, I think I was turning 21. Yeah, so I think we had him when I was 21. The funny thing is, yeah, I was ready. That's the weird thing about it. I was ready. I was like, yeah, I'm earning good money. At that time, <laughs> it was good. I thought, yeah, we're good out here, innit? Yeah. So I was, and I thought I was a man because I was a certain age, innit? So I prepared, like, financially, making the savings every month. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It was all cool, innit? But then what happens is because you're young, you started seeing how that person's family is and how your person's family is how you handle difficult situations yeah and that's where it becomes like a riff in the relationship because we're really young anyway we don't know we don't really know what we're doing we think that we do but we didn't know it so were you both from the same country yeah yeah, yeah. um basically anyway she's from the caribbean okay so yeah so i was 21 at the time we split up basically after he was nine months so that time i was like raw this is mad because is he even going to remember me? Like, I was thinking about how am I going to do this? And it was actually quite a stressful time because you're not with this person, but yet you need to be a father to this person. You're still having little fights, little outbreaks. Sometimes I'm getting angry at her, but it's really spiting the child. Yeah. And yeah. vice versa, in it? And it's finding that balance where it's like, how do you be the best father, but you're not actually a full-on family because you are a... You are a um, broken home now. Yeah. And that's the worst thing because I don't come from that myself. So it's not really easy to digest that. So you want it, but it's like, I can't be with this woman. Do you feel like you tried, you both tried as much as you could to try and make it work before coming to the decision that, right, we can't be a family? No, 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 no. no. Years into the relationship, well, the co-parenting, that became apparent that it was never going to happen again. Um... (laughs) And it's a shame, but I think we just, it was just a lust thing. It was never like she was my friend. She, it, was, it was just uh, whatever. Yeah. To get it. That's the reality of it. No disrespect to her. It's just, we were just young and we thought it was cool. <laughs> and then. So the pregnancy wasn't planned. No, like you said you were is, ready. It wasn't that it wasn't planned. It was like, yeah, I'm cool if it happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that because I'm thinking, okay. yeah, I'm a, 
stable in the head. Uh, financially, everything was blessed. Credit was high. <laughs> I was like, yeah, everything is everything is good, isn't it? But that's why later down the line we talk further. That's why it's like it's not about financially ready will not make you ready as a parent. It can't save you. Like people think that it might be your blanket, but it can't teach you right and wrong. It can't teach you to do the right thing for your child because you never know what the right thing is because every situation is different yeah you know definitely. I thought I had all the answers I don't have well not none of them but you don't have them like all. you don't have it yeah do you know what I mean but at that age that was all nine years ago eight nine years ago so yeah we split up um we're co-parenting now obviously that comes with whatever it comes with but um I'm gonna touch on that a little later but yeah that's yeah so is that all right for now that's my introduction so I became a father at 21 Okay. I'm an eight-year-old now. Okay. I wanted to know, from a male's perspective, mm-hmm. what the labour experience was like for you, like being the dad witnessing the birth of your son. Um, it was crazy. Because I remember um, she was late, like two days. So we were trying to do activities and stuff, made the baby come out, all that spicy food, all that BS. Yeah. yeah. Not in words. I just remember it was like, it was like two in the morning. And then she's like, I'm in pain. So I was like, cool. I think she got induced the night be- or a few hours before. Okay. But it took a little while and obviously then went there. And I was like, right, I'm going to be a dad. This is BBM days. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm going to be a dad, isn't it? Got there. And it was literally in and out. It was in and out. What, like, that quick? Legit. She was waiting for a minute. She was shouting, ah, blah, my water broke. Da, 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 da. And then she quickly got rushed in. And then was out in like 10 minutes. So the what? was out in 10 minutes. What feelings did you experience? Um, me personally, <laughs> me personally, I'm quite straight faced. So I didn't have an emotion. Like it wasn't, I don't cry. I don't, it was just like, raw. like the baby's here. It was crazy. Cause even when he came out, there was a bit of complication anyway. And I think, um, I think he pooed himself when he was coming out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, um, what's it? The incubator? Yeah. Put him on that for a little while. It was cool. His breathing was cool. But, um, yeah, man, it was just, it was like, it is even happening right now. It's like surreal for you. Yeah. Did you cry when he was no, born? No, I don't cry. What do you mean you don't cry? I don't cry. But not even when your son was no, born? No, that's what I'm saying. I don't cry. It's just like, I didn't know what to even think. Yeah. It was just like, wow. Were you like scared when you first held him? No. No? No. Because you were ready. It wasn't because I was ready. It was just like, showtime now. Okay. Showtime. All right. Going back to sort of how you and the mum got together and stuff, mm-hmm. before you broke up, were you living together? So what happened is I was at my mum's, then I kind of moved in with her and her mum. Yeah. But then I think she had to go to a baby and mother's unit. Okay. When she had him. So it was just like I was working, then I'll come there for a few hours because you only allowed up to maybe, is it 10 p.m., 9 p.m.? Yeah. So we wasn't living together, but it was kind of like... During pregnancy, we was, was together, kind of. But then as pregnancy, like, when she delivered the baby, I wasn't at, I wasn't with her, basically. Like, I had to come and see them when I could because of the arrangements with work. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the baby mothers, you can't just roll up there when you want. Yeah. So that was the situation. Okay. Because in my situation, I didn't live with my child's father. Mm. And when I first gave birth, he was, like, sort of back and forth. I feel like... That put a strain on the relationship as well because he wasn't there all the time. And I guess I was like sending him to go go get this, go get yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. he was feeling stressed out. That's mad annoying. <laughs> so yeah. it does it does put a strain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that impacted like in the initial stages how like your bonding with your son? Because you weren't like living together and you weren't no, there all the time. She was, uh, the baby mother's unit was literally a five minute drive from her okay. mum's house to baby mother's unit so it's only five minutes away yeah but the issue was for me it was like when i get home it's like straight away okay yeah you take him and it's just like i just came in from the long ass shift in it so yeah. it's like it's not that i don't want him it's like you'll give me a minute and then i'm dealing with the boy that's crying and i'm trying to um, comfort him but it's like he wants his mum in it yeah he's been he's used to being with his mum in it so he'd be screaming you know like they, they got that ultrasonic sound it's mad when they're screaming and it rings off your ear. Yeah, like a yeah. siren. I see my daughter's like mad. a siren. The little tongue. And I'm like, <laughs> Bruh. So yeah, at the start, it was like, it was just mummy's boy, mummy's boy, mummy's boy. And I was, it used to dishearten me because like, there's nothing I can do about it. Just be chilling. Then the boy would start barling. Yeah. want to get milk, blah, blah, blah. So the bonding with the milk now was cool. But besides from that, it was difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you feel family pressure to stay together before you broke up? For my family. Just from either side? Um, <clears throat> uh, no. 
There was none. Like for the sake of the child, did none. you feel? There was none. Like no family input? There was none of that. Okay. The only family input I got, <laughs> what I heard was her mum was even saying lines like, you don't need a man. Oh, really? Yeah, them sort of nonsense. Okay. So them stuff was being fed in her head because she wasn't with, her mum wasn't with the, the father of her child. Or yeah. Whatever. So they wasn't together. There was no togetherness. Did you get it? So, so she had in her head that you can do it yeah, without. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, the head was you can do it without. Okay. Yes, you could do it without, but you shouldn't be pushing for that. No. It's the wrong That's result. not the way it should be yeah. done, especially for if you have a son. Like, a son needs their sense. father. Yeah. yeah. So that's what was being beaten to her head. So me doing what I should be doing, it's like, it's not enough. Yeah. You know? It's not enough. And then it's like, every day, like you said, you're like, oh, yeah, can you get this? Can you get this? It's like, yeah, I can do that. But then it's like, she'll say, I'm tired. I'm like, why are you tired? When the bear, when the boy sleeps, you sleep. Not always, you know. No, you should be, is what because, I'm saying. But there's other things that need to... Like, there's, there's cleaning, there's cooking, there's this, there's she that. cook food anyway. Okay. Because <laughs> her mum was living in the mum's house sometimes, isn't it? So okay. if you had a big mother's unit, you go there to sleep, but you're really chilling here because you're waiting to get your property, innit? Yeah. So really and truly, you got a cushy life. When you're tired, sleep. You don't need to be on your phone or anything like that. But it's not... It's, I feel like that's easier said than done, especially when you're a new mum, because... You're mentally going through a process like, okay, there's this little baby that's now dependent on me. So even when the baby's sleeping, like for me, I wanted to just stare at her. I wasn't even thinking to sleep. And then when I wanted to sleep, by the time I did get into like a deep sleep, she'd already woken up yeah. again. So whose fault is that? It's no one's fault. It's your fault. How's that my fault? You should have slept instead of watching. No, but it's, that's part of motherhood. I feel you, but then it's the same way when you tell a guy to do something, he's supposed to go and do it. It's not, oh, you know what, I felt like doing this instead. There's no excuses. Don't come and tell me that you're tired. I'm tired. Okay, you're, so you're tired from working, but mum's also... I would say, even says, like, these books and that, whatever, when the baby sleeps, you sleep, you get a little top-up, little 20 minutes here, that makes a big difference. Because you're not sleeping, you're um, depriving yourself of rest, and then you're going to make yourself angry and irritable, and you're bringing that energy to the father or whoever's around you. That's why the nap's so important. Okay, so, but what advice would you give to mums where maybe... Sleep. No, but their newborns don't sleep. Some babies don't nap. Okay, even, what better, advice would even you... better, they nap. That means if they don't nap, they have a good sleep at the end of the night, right? Depends sleep, on the they child. They for the night then. Maybe. But it but depends on okay, the child. Okay, let's go off that. Let's say they don't nap, yeah? Yeah. Boy, you got to figure something out. That's all I can say. Just you got to figure <laughs> it out. No advice. I can't advise you because it's like, even as, let's say now, like, you know us. Okay, how old is your child? She's three. Okay, so they're still taking naps sometimes, right? No, she don't take no naps. She's never on the naps. She doesn't take no <laughs> naps. At nursery she will because yeah. she's forced to. But yes. when she's with me, See, none. You, you gotta learn them techniques and how to tire them. No, out. it's because the other kids are doing it. If I the know. other kids are sleeping, she'll sleep. Yeah. But here she's on she's on her own. It's just she's the only child, so yeah. she won't sleep. Well you gotta figure something out, innit? That's all I can say. What do you make, mean? Make them something? tired, make them tired. Do I try, do I try, but it's like I tie her out and then by the evening she'll sleep. Yeah. But if I don't yeah. She doesn't want to miss nothing. Yeah. She doesn't want to miss anything. Like she wants to know what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, how I'm doing it. Yeah. So she won't sleep. You know when you give them that big million and it just slumped. My daughter doesn't have that. Okay, cool. So unfortunately <laughs> for me, I don't get those naps during the day. <laughs> but well, at night, the, at night time she sleeps through the night, though, right? She does now, yeah. So oh. that one, I definitely like. So you get the benefit of that then. Now I do, yeah. So how was it when she was younger? What like a baby, baby? Yeah she would she would wake up she'd like without fail at least once yeah. usually more than that she'd wake up and yeah. then i'd have to i was breastfeeding her so i'd have to wake up breastfeed her and i was working at the time so it was a lot for me and even now mm. see there's one topic of sleeping mm. she doesn't actually sleep in, in her own room mm. and a lot of parents will say that's not a good thing but because i've had her in my bed from when she was a baby because breastfeeding it was easier just to have her there of course because yeah. i don't have to get up now she's so used to me mm -hmm. it's a problem getting yeah. her to sleep in her own room like she has her own room she has her own bed she won't sleep there so i guess it, it has created a problem for me now yeah. and even like my friends say to me like oh cheryl like you should have her in her own bed but i feel like it's easier said than done because when i'm working i don't want to wake up at three in the morning and get up and take her back to her room i'd yeah. rather just leave her in the bed with me mm. <clears throat> but how long is that going to last for though I don't know. That's, that's the issue right there. It is an issue. You can't control that. You I know. Can, you can control it now. I'm going to have to literally sacrifice like a week or two where I'm just <laughs> not going to get no sleep and just take keep taking her back to her room. But mm. I'm not ready for that yet. But have I like you tried my sleep. or have you always just had her there regardless? I have tried. But I don't feel like I try hard enough. Mm. What I do is I'll put her in her bed mm. and then 
she'll cry, cry, she'll eventually sleep. Mm. And then maybe three hours she'll wake up and she literally just comes to my room and jumps in the bed. She doesn't even ask me. She just jumps <laughs> in the bed. And usually by the time she wakes up, I just, I'm already so tired. Like the thought of getting up, I'm just like, okay, just sleep then. Because I'm thinking about work the next day. Yeah. So I don't really try as hard as I should. But I guess now, Corona, like, I should be taking advantage of... But, yeah, that's my situation. Whatever works for you, though, at the end of the day. Like, if it was a boy, I would say stop that. Like, early as possible, but it's a girl, so it's okay. What, like a son sleeping with his mum? Yeah, I don't think that needs to be for so long, you know. It's creating too much softness. Too much softness? Yeah, like, go to your bed, boy. Like, go to your bed. I guess, maybe if I had a son, I would... I would respond in a different way, yeah. but because she's my daughter. It's a bit more, yeah. It's a bit different, <clears throat> but yeah. It's a balance though, you know what you're doing at the end of the day. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, okay, what would you say are the gender roles that are involved in parenting? Like, what is expected of a mum, oh, okay. mothering a child and a father, fathering a child? And does it differ between fathering a daughter and fathering a son? Yes, it would be. It's kind of a, it's kind of loaded. Yeah, it's a big question. Yeah. Um, that's like saying I expect the mum to what? Do you mean, for example, I expect her to cook dinner and that crap? Is that what you mean? Whatever comes to your head when you think about gender roles in parenting, not, not just like cooking and stuff, just when it comes to parenting the child. Do you think okay. there's certain things the mum needs to do and that there's certain things that you need to do as a dad? I think I need to instill discipline more than anything. They need to respect some type of authority. Yeah, I don't think women is here to express authority. They're here to express love and understanding of life. Okay. That's what I think it's about. Mm-hmm. It has to be a, a nice balance of um, discipline and relax, show love, the world is cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I feel like it depends if you're a single parent and it depends like if you're together, what the balance would be. Because when you're a single parent, <clears throat> I don't even like saying single parent unless you really, like you didn't know the person or whatever it was, you just left like that. Yeah. But if you're co-parenting and you have your child for a few days, you have to learn how to do the good guy and bad guy. It's not all day discipline. It's like, have the, okay, cool, let's go to McDonald's or, yeah. okay, let's do this. Do you know what I mean? So I, I feel like there's too many answers for it. On a general basis, I think the woman should be there to show care. To and be show like affectionate, love. Yeah, to loving. show how to love. Okay. I, I don't think a man's there to show how to love. That's a woman's job. Same way a woman can teach me how to love. I think I might know, but a woman's got to show me how to love. So let me just go back to that comment. You said you don't think a man's there to show how to love. I don't think. What about like. like but like fathers and their daughters, like a daughter looks to their dad like as their first port of call for like how a man should love a woman. Okay, so in yeah. that aspect, wouldn't you say that a man... Are you looking at how he treats your mum? That's it. How he treats other women. And, well, yeah, other how... women, but also how he interacts with you as yeah. his daughter. Yeah. That's, that's a form of love, is it, it not? It is a form of love, but I'm not teaching you how to love. You're just watching my example, whether you like it or not. You think? Yeah. You're just, you, looking, you're just looking at, oh, like... But you don't think that's teaching the child? It is a, to a degree, but you're just actually just watching. I'm not saying, hey... Like, I could say, hey, listen, make sure you respect your mum. I'm just saying the levels of it is different. Yeah. I think the mum needs to make sure she's showing that nurturing side and the caring side. Okay. Compared to the, what the male should be doing. Otherwise, there's no point in a woman being there. I'll do it all then. <laughs> if I'm going to show you love, what's your woman going to show you? I can show you how to cook, because I know how to cook as well. So, what, clean? I know how to do that as well, so... But who does that? There has to be a balance. I, I don't know. Where are you from? What country are you from? Ghana. Okay, well, would you be happy with not doing nothing and the father doing everything? No. Exactly. So you need to do your thing. Let the man do his thing. Let the daughter watch the example. Cool. But you need to make sure you show her, listen, this is how, you know. So what what would you say in situations where, because in some cases, the man takes more of like a softer approach and the yeah. woman is more of like the authoritative figure. What advice would you give? Well, what would you say on that? I don't understand that. I'm not going to lie. I've seen that. I've seen it. But I just don't understand it. Because sometimes the male doesn't like or haven't got time to do the discipline and do that stuff. So the woman's there a lot of times. She's like, look, buddy, I'm going to beat you kids and I'm going to do everything, in it. But I've never, I would never see fear in my mum. Do you get it? But like, a lot of people are like, I'm scared of my mum, man. But it's like, I'd never live like that, so I don't know it. Do you get okay. it? I'm not saying I don't respect women. It's just I don't understand why I would be scared. Like, I'm actually stronger than you. Do you get it? But, but fear isn't always to do with strength, is it? It is sometimes. Sometimes it's the mindset. But what are you going to do to me? You can only talk. I guess it's a mixture of having the respect and the fear. Because oh. you, once you respect someone, like you respect your mum like that, the fear just comes. It's not because you're thinking, oh, what can she actually do to me? It's more because you respect her that much that you're fearful of how she might react or respond to something you do. 
maybe but I, 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 don't, I didn't live like that to get it I, mm. I still respected my mum mm-hmm. sometimes I took a bit of libbies do you know what I mean because that's my mum I'm, I'm cheeky but it doesn't mean there was no love and no respect there but my dad I feel like if my dad was sitting around not doing nothing and letting my mum discipline me I'm like what is going on here that would be the wrong message to me how I do guess, I be a man but I guess you can say that because your mum and dad like they brought you up in the same home yeah so it's easy for you to say yeah, that's what I say yeah that Single obviously you d- yeah different. because for me like I have my daughter most of the time yeah. so I'm I do have to take that authoritative role mm-hmm. and I can't lie they're like I don't know. You'd have to speak to him, but I personally think that my daughter is more scared of me mm. than him, mm. and it might be because she's with me more. Mm. But like, as an example, there was one time where he came to put her to sleep, right? Mm. And they were lying in the bed, and I came to check on them because I could hear her. Yeah. He had fallen asleep, right? Mm. Well, he was like half asleep. She was there playing in the yeah. bed. And as soon as I came, he goes, hurry up, she's coming, hurry up, she's coming. And my daughter's laughing and giggling with him like it's a game. Like she was scared of me. She went yeah. to hide under the covers because I was coming. He even hid under the covers because I was coming. And in that situation, it's like, okay, she obviously fears me yeah. when it comes to bedtime. But with her dad, she sees it as, yeah. okay, I can get away with this because it's my dad. Yeah, I think again as well, that's his daughter. So he's being a bit softer. Maybe. Like, I feel like I'll be softer with if I had a daughter compared to a son. Yeah. So, it, it, there's too many... It variables, depends. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the situation. But generally, I believe in general things, but it all depends on the circumstance at the end of the day. Okay. All right, then. What did you think fatherhood would be like before you had a child? I don't know. I used to watch them programs and that. Like, you watch the Wayne Brothers and that. No, not the Wayne Brothers. Um, My wife and kids. Yeah, I And like one on one, see the little relationships that they have. Yeah. It's like you think it would be like fun, but that's on TV. Then you go think about how did I grow up? Is my life going to be like this? Can I, will I be able to buy what I want from my, my kids? Am I going to be able to, to be there? Do you know what I mean? I thought I was always going to be in a two parent household like me and um, his mother. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be blessed, do you know what I mean? To yeah. a degree. But then it's when reality hits like, right, it's not actually that. You know what I mean? That's why I say you can never prepare enough because you don't know what you're preparing for. You just know a baby's coming out of the womb and that's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. So, so you say that before fatherhood, you thought it was just fun. But in reality, there'll be different levels. There's still fun. There's still fun, but it's like, it's not just how it's just like, yeah, it just, it's not smooth. Like being prepared, what you think is being prepared is not enough. Mm-hmm. there's so many different challenges like how do I do this okay for instance I remember <laughs> it's like I think it was like one years old and this boy was bouncing off the edge of my bed just bouncing I had like laminate floor he's bouncing and by the time I try to get to him this guy's on a backflip and busts his head <laughs> yeah so he's like bawling hysterical I'm like ah but <laughs> yeah we laid in the bed for like it was like a nice nap we had in it the reason why I'm saying that is because I wasn't ready for that, yeah? For him to bust his head. What's going to happen? Oh, his head bleeding. What do I do? Do I take him to doctors? I'm, I'm embarrassed. Like, am I a good father? Like, was, yeah. did I do something wrong? Yeah. There's so many things. Like, okay, when he goes to school, like, you're picking him up, his friendship circle. There's a lot of things you have to think about. It's not just they, 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 there's a baby, they go to nursery, they go to school. There's so many things you have to think. His first sleepover. Yeah. It's not just I that. haven't got to that point I mean? yet. Well, like, yeah. he's got a mobile phone. There's, do you know what I mean? It's not just, okay, it's going to be plain sailing or it's going to be fun all the time. It's going to be hard. It's, it's just like, you really, it's a, it's not a job, but it's a full-time thing. Yeah. You have to be committed. Obviously, Definitely days agree. you fail, you fail miserably and you know it in yourself. Yeah? Like, even when it's work, you know, you know I effed up at work or am I going to have a job? There's certain things you think about more You think about how person. it's going to impact, exactly, yes, yeah. It's never just about you. Yeah. That's one of the top feelings. Where it's like, that's why I teach people now. If you ain't got no use or nothing like that, you ain't got no excuses. The world is your oyster. Because you can keep gambling. Because all you have to worry about is I. Is yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. I. It doesn't mean that we're not trying our best and we're not gambling. But I'm saying there's degrees where nothing is like, you know, can I take this job? Maybe I need 5k more because the parenting, um, the nursery fees or just focus on you. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. so many things with parenting where it's like, it's a blessing, 100%. But it's also like, bro, like, you got to use your brain. 
there's a lot that goes into yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta be smart. I feel like a lot of people, when they're about to become parents, they just think of, they're only thinking of like the baby stage when yes. they're babies. They don't yes. think as they're getting older, all mm. these things that come with it. But yes. if you actually sit back and think, everything that you went through as you were growing yes, up, yes. there's so much that goes into yes. it. And I feel like if more people thought about all stages, they might mm. second guess. Yeah, I want a baby. They might second guess the babies, but you know, we need babies. It makes the world go around. So. Of course. Yeah. Of course, but I feel like even with that, so I feel like women love talking about having babies. I feel like they are the least educated in understanding what having a baby requires. I feel like they think about the baby stages so much compared to the men. That's why I mean, men is like, I don't even know about this. You know, it's a pro- it's a long term thing. Yeah. Women think about cute little. Yeah, women. We them. think like have a little baby, have our family. <laughs> yeah. We like we think of having cute babies that we dress up. Mm. This this was me before I had my daughter. Right. Yeah. Let me not lie. I was thinking, oh, she's gonna be cute. She's gonna have hair. She's this, this, that. And then when I had her, I was like, okay, this is an actual human being. This mm-hmm. is not a doll. It's not yes, a toy. Yes, yes. Like she has feelings. She has emotions. Like she needs to learn things. Like I'm responsible for her. It was like a big wake up call for me. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I definitely agree with that. Keyword is responsible, man. Responsibility. For person. Big responsibility. Mm-hmm. On the topic of fatherhood, as we've been speaking, what yeah. would you say? Maybe like are the top three things that make a good father. Sacrifice. Yeah. What what sort of things would you say you as fathers do I feel like to sacrifice? This is a tricky one because when I say it, I, I think that some women think, nah, we do it more. But it's like sacrifice is like, I'm going to do all the hours. I'm going to work all the shifts. I'm going to, if I have to take that job, I'll take that job. You know, if I don't see you 20 hours of the day, um, I'll do it as long as we're all good. Yeah. I feel like fathers will just do what it takes to a degree just so everyone else is cool. Yeah. If they put themselves last, that's what I believe. Not all fathers do that. To a de- yeah, not all of us. And obviously, all of us are not perfect parents anyway. We're all, we could all definitely do better. Yeah. But I'm saying generally, I feel like they're good at sacrificing. Yeah. Okay. That's, that has to be mandatory sacrifice. Sacrifice. That's number yeah. one. What's yeah. your second point? Um, I never thought about this, you know. Um,. <sighs> What do you, what do you I do? I would say, this is the thing, I struggle with things. I'm not the perfect parent. Yeah. So, like, the best thing is being, if you could be accountable, meaning, all right, son, yes. I'm going to be there on Monday and actually be there on Monday. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, some things is out of your control. Yeah. And some things actually, forget it today. Or something is, this woman has annoyed me, so I'm not going to... There's many different reasons why, but it's, it's still an excuse, not a reason. Yeah. Do you get it? Because yeah. all that matters is number one, which is the child. The child, So yeah. accountability is important, yeah? So accountability, sacrifice, and um, love. Love is key. As a father? You need, yeah. But okay, let me just go back, just to clarify mm-hmm. the confusion in my head, because you know earlier you said that that love is meant to be shown more from a mum and that yeah. um, like a man is is there more to kind of set boundaries. Yeah. So when you say that part of being a good father is showing love, yeah. can you just expand on that? I said more? I wouldn't overdo the love because my wife is here or my partner's there. That's yeah. what you need to make sure you're making that apparent what a woman's supposed to be like. Yeah. But in regards to the father, I still need to show what love is. I need empathy. I need to understand things. Yeah. And without love, you don't understand. Do you feel like a lot of men show their love for their children or their family by like providing for them? Is that how you guys view your demonstration of love is? No, that's what the world tells us to do. Yeah. Pay this money every month. Yeah. CSA, your child is worth £250. How do you come up with these figures? <laughs> how do you make up a, ma- a matrix of what a child is like? You could be living in like anywhere and you yeah. might only spend £10 a week on your child. So how can you tell someone you need to give them £500 a month? The world shows us if you're not buying nothing, you're not doing nothing. I could be here every day with my child, but you don't buy it. You don't, I don't see no money here. So which one do you want? Do you want my time or do you want my money? It's a bit of both though, Can't isn't it? Both all the time. Not all the time? Depends on what work schedule you have. Depends on your life at the end of the day. If you're aware that this guy's always been away, you know how it's going to go. But I feel like people... Well, I speak for myself, like, I respect a man that is working hard to provide for their child. So if, like, the time is reduced because you're working to yeah. provide, like, I wouldn't make an issue with that because I know you're doing everything in your power. And when you do have the time, you make it yeah. for your child. Yeah, some women don't see that because they're getting annoyed in their head, like, oh, man, I've had this child for five of these days of the week. I'm tired. Where's this guy? You know he's at work. 
Mm. Still, he needs a rest day as well. But that rest day, a lot of the time, that's why I say sacrifice. I'll do 12 hour shifts every day. Okay. So I'll spend 14 hours, 14 hours outside. I still got to train clients as well. I've got to sleep somehow. I sleep like three, four hours a day. Sometimes I need a rest. That rest is sometimes I pick up my stand and I'm sleeping for a few hours. Yeah? So it depends on what's going on here. I can provide money, yeah. but that money doesn't mean nothing to me. I would love to have the time over that. I'd rather be there every day. But some women see it's why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> I, need this, I need this money. I need this money from you. Because money, let's not lie, money is a big there's necessity. Two parents, there's, two there's two parents. Definitely, I agree. Both parents should be contributing, but money is needed to raise a child, 100%. But time is, I feel like they're equally as important, but without money, how are you going to raise the child? That's cool. But again, how old is the child? I feel like from birth, right. regardless, uh, money's so needed. This? Child tax credits, right? It's like £20 a week, right? It's £80 a month, right? Mm-hmm. All right, that's £800 a year. More than that, £900. That's £900 a year. So imagine if you save that for 18 years, how much money is that? Now imagine this, both parents, let's say both parents put just £100 together, that's £200 a month, two bags a month, two bags a year, sorry. Then you got already the 9K. There's enough money. It's just what do you choose to do with it? If you live in this house here, but it's by yourself, it's not the man's um, business to pay for your house oh, no. because the child is here. No. Don't say, oh, I need to buy her food. No, you live here, so you pay for her food. Because when, when she comes to my house or whatever, I pay for this thing. Okay. I can give you money, don't get me wrong. Don't take the piss. Because you know, say you have a salary, but your regard, you're relying on, this man's going to give me X amount, I'm going to use that on this little bit where I get my um, daughter or my son, because it's not every month you spend the same money. Yeah, it's not. So there's money left over, and you got your own thing. So really, you're stacking, yeah? You're stacking money, yeah? You're, are you generalising right now? You speak I'm, from personal I'm experience. About, no, no, but the fact is the fact. My situation's not like you that, though. You get tax credits, though, right? I don't get tax credits. You don't I'm get not it. entitled to that because of my salary. But my child's father, he does pay every month. Yeah. Like, he contributes. I don't expect him to pay my bills to pay anything, like, to do with that. I don't expect to pay for food, nothing. I do all of that because I have her most of the time. Yeah. But, like, you know when you said that, oh, you shouldn't expect the guy to contribute to, like, food that you're providing. If it's a case where, like, in my situation, I keep her majority of the time. Like, we don't have, like, a set schedule when he sees her. Yeah. It's sort of as on when okay. he okay, calls. Okay, that's different then. That's so then it's, different. like... That sort of stuff can get to me because I'm like, right, you're literally just looking after yourself. You probably can eat like one meal, one meal a day, maybe, maybe two. And I'm here, like I'm providing for our daughter every day, in and out, that That's sort of thing. And on top yeah. of that, I'm paying for the house that we live under. Like I'm, I'm washing her clothes, like heating, water bill. All of that is increased because I have a child here. Do you know what I mean? And he's literally just looking after himself. So in that situation, I can see where some mums might get a little yeah. frustrated but I don't know in, in my situation the money that he, he pays mm. goes literally to her nursery mm. that's all it's for I, yeah. I make up everything else yeah so that's what you did I believe in that yeah if it's nursery they need to pay for let him pay for that because you, and then again obviously I'm not saying don't give money for the food and that but I'm saying it's not his job to make sure that you have money so you can buy food for the kid because what are you doing with your money this is your house no one told you to get this house no one told you to you live in yeah, I, you I don't to. feel like the man should have to pay for the woman's house, her bills and all of that. Definitely not. Because it, it depends on how much money you're being told to give, whether it's from the government or even her. Yeah. Because again, she might be talking to her friends, oh, he gives me £500, he gives me 300 just like, but does our kid use that amount of money? Does yeah. he need that or was it? does it sound nice? Do you get it? Because I know how much things cost. If you want me to buy him a tracksuit or buy him trainers or buy him the nurse, then I'll handle that. Yeah. Don't mind. But some women like the control of, yeah, give me the money and I'll do whatever with it. Yeah, I guess for, for some guys, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you guys might feel as well, like, what is the woman actually spending the money on? Like, is she spending it on herself? A lot of the time. Or is she spending it Because you'll see it. You'll see where it's getting spent because you'll look at your you. Because you won't be asked questions, can you buy this? Are you dumb? I just bought this for you. Why am I going to go buy trainers again when I just bought... It's not trainers for your house. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's the logic It's like trainers for the child yeah. where whichever house they're at. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, everyone is different at the end of the day. I'm just saying, I think a man should provide, yes, but it's not always um, money. It's about the mind. I have more wisdom than the money. Money's not going to save us at all. Doesn't but it does contribute. It, it does, does contribute. help. It's not going to save us because we're both earning, so regardless, we're going to be blessed. Yeah. We're thinking about one child here. How many kids How many kids did your parents have? Me, I'm the only child okay. my mum and dad. Okay, yeah. well, I grew up in a home where there was four kids. Okay. So I know how money can stretch and everyone's still good. So okay. when it's got one child there, yeah, some things are an exaggeration. Sometimes. But did in your situation, did all of you go to like nursery? Yeah. Because do you know how much nursery fees are now? 
I know. Nursery fees are mad. Like for me, that's the like my situation. I feel like that's been the biggest. Um, in the biggest hill to overcome because nursery fees are a lot and both of us should be paying it, for like, it. Nursery fees is a mad It's thing. like a mortgage. I don't know why so much, but then again, that investment was good. I saw it in my child. Man was speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> mad thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's That's a good. to this day. So it's like, it was an investment. Yeah. But I believe it's a lot of money. It is. It's a parents, lot. But you got to make investment. You get what you pay for most of the time. Yeah. But it was worth it, right? It's worth it. I mean, it helps me. It allows me to go to work, isn't it? So Some of it's that as well. It allows you to go to work. And some of it's they're getting an education while you can't do it right now. Yeah, and they get, she's getting the interaction with other kids. Yeah. How early did she go to nursery? It was like just after she turned one. Between one, like 12 months, 18 months. Yeah, that's when yeah. she started. Yeah, same here, man. So it's good for them. It's, it's very good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like money's always going to be like a sensitive topic to talk about but it's good to hear from a male perspective what you guys think what would you say is one thing or maybe two things that you can't do now that you could do before you became a father that i can't do now oh okay something that stopped me yeah um <laughs> to be honest you just gotta think twice i think three times actually do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's all it. i have to think more times than i used to even though i'm quite sensible but it's like if i do this it has a trickle-down effect. So I have to be a bit more mindful of other people compared to before I was just not lawless, but it's like, you, I just care about myself. You know what I'm saying? So. Do you feel like since you've had your son, like your personal life has been affected? Um, It would affect you straight away, wouldn't it? But as a man, do you feel well, like... Like dating, do you mean? I'm just talking in general, like your personal life in general, whether it's dating, like meeting up with friends, just basically going out it to would, do what... It would do, because it depends when you have your child, or someone might say, can we go out? I'm like, no, I've got my little one. How often do you have your child? It depends. It just depends. It could be one month, I might even see him one time. Really? Okay. And some months I might see him freaking 15 days in a month. It just depends on how my schedule goes. Sometimes things happen out of your control and stuff like that. Is that now that he's older? Was this always the case? No, no, everything changed. I used to have him different times when he was younger, like okay, like half the week. But I'm always like I do security in it, so my, I do nights, so I'm not really there. And it's been like that. Yeah. So it's difficult to be like, yeah, um, let me have him on this day because my schedule might change. Yeah. So yeah, every week is always different. To be honest, unless I have a schedule I see for the whole month, that's good. Alright, cool. Listen, I'm gonna be here. But sometimes things change, like different contracts and blah, blah, blah. But there's no set, yeah, I see him every year. I couldn't tell you. Okay. You wouldn't say that your personal life has been dramatically affected since you had your son? Because I make different decisions, innit? Like, I know, you know what, everything. And then the, everything that you do, do you know what I mean? Whether you might, when you're chatting to some female. Like, I remember back in the day when I was younger, it's like, ah, oh, you got a kid. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> do you find that females have an issue with dating you, maybe, because you have a son? Not now. What now because he's older? I'm older. What, so you think because so, of your age, that's why? Yeah, because it's age groups that you're dealing with. So then you know, all right, most people have kids at this age. I'm 29 okay. now. Okay. So really, you should expect that to a degree. Whereas when I was 23, it's like, if I'm chatting to a 24 year old, 25 or 22, like, most don't have a kid. Well, not most, but just not a lot of people do sometimes. So yeah. it's like, oh, you got a kid, oh, I can never have that. Da, 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 da. So it is what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They might want to do things with you. <laughs> But in regards to you, I never, I can't be with a man that has a kid because babe, mother, drama, or I don't, I want to give you my first kid. Do you get it? I don't want you to have a kid with another person and me. Do you get it? The whole double baby mom thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Do you feel like it's affected you? I feel like dating when you have a child as a mother is a bigger issue than it is for the guys. Big time. Cause I don't know how, <laughs> Big time. I mean, maybe you can enlighten me on this. Like, yeah. I feel like people definitely show me interest and mm-hmm. stuff, but like even me, I feel like I'm way more picky because I'm when I'm looking at someone, I'm not just looking at you like, oh, am I attracted to you? That sort of thing. I'm thinking like, okay, mm-hmm. can I see this going long term? Can I see my daughter liking you? Can I see you liking my daughter? Mm-hmm. Like, there's an extra thing that comes with it. So I feel yeah. like it it is it's harder. Before I had my daughter, I was that girl like I'll never date a guy with kids, never, yeah, never. Yeah. But now I feel like I can't really be a hypocrite because I've yeah. got a child, so <clears throat> I'm open to it. But it's definitely harder, more so because I'm picky and I'm just I'm thinking about my daughter before I'm even thinking about myself. Yeah. Because I can't just go off of an attraction to you. Of course not. Yeah. Because more time, you can't go out anywhere unless you drop your youth somewhere. If you're like that. Yeah. Or whatever, or you yeah. might have them inside of the house. No, only if she's not here. If she's not here. Yeah. But 
Yeah, it's like finding childcare. I'm not always available mm. because it's not just being a mum. Like I work as well. Like yeah. I like to see my friends. So it's finding the time mm. to actually maintain a relationship with someone. It's it's hard. Okay, so just to round this up, what advice would you give to any guys that are about to become fathers? That ended the sentence. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> I was gonna add on, but I thought no. Let me let me leave it there. <laughs> um, they're about to become fathers. Be patient. Yeah, be patient. Um, try to understand what a woman is going through. Yeah, I'll just say patience is the key. And try to understand the woman that you're with. And it is a shocking experience for her. But also try and bond as much as you can as a family. Not just um, going there and look after your youth like when she's having a break. Like Try and have that togetherness yeah. as much as you can to build that strong bond, you know? Money can't save you. That's one thing I say. Money can't save you. It's good to have it. But you're going to be tested a lot with your mental which your money can't buy you sense yeah, yeah? can't yeah. buy you a brain that's why i say that so get your money up cool but see when that baby comes out you're gonna know uh, i've got to step my game up doesn't matter if you're earning 100k you're like you know i need 200k yeah but even that what's that gonna do yeah try to be steady in your head that's one thing i'll say because it gets to like i think is it suicide is high with the men isn't it is it I because they that. don't talk because yeah, they're, going through the, they're going through all the madnesses. It's like, you might want to tell somebody, like, oh, you're soft or like, but it's like, you got to learn to communicate as much as you can. Whether it's that one person like in your circle or maybe you have to buy some therapy sessions or, I don't know, do you know what I mean? But you have to talk to someone. You got to have someone there that has good advice all the time because yeah. you might want to top yourself. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. And, and it's a serious thing. I'm not saying it Very lightly. Very serious. But you're going to be tested, you know? But you'll be good. You're going to make it, man. I'm eight years in the game. I'm still under 30. Got eight year old. I'm out here. I'm still here. Do you feel like you're gonna have more children? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell, like like a lot. I don't know. You don't know, <laughs> but you're definitely gonna have more. I can't sit there with one child. I'm not gonna lie. No. Nah, man. Yeah. What about you? No, I'm definitely gonna have more children. How old are you again? I'm 26. Yeah. I'm 27 yeah. in August next okay, month. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Soon come. Soon come. Gotta have more kids, man. Yeah. When when that time comes, then yeah. But thank you so much for joining me today. Yes. I feel like you've a shared a lot of information that will be helpful to both us mums and yeah. any fathers listening. So yeah. thank you very much. Anytime. That's it for today's episode. In next week's episode, I'll have a mother speaking on her experience with domestic violence, her difficult pregnancy and more. If you liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review and follow for free on Spotify or subscribe to Mummy Memoirs on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you're listening to this on. Follow my Insta page at Mummy Memoirs Podcast to keep this conversation going and keep up to date with daily posts. Stay tuned, you definitely won't want to miss out. New episodes out every Sunday at 7pm. Thank you for listening. Thank you.